Welcome to Real Talk with Rio and Murph, the most niche podcast on the internet. This week's sponsor is Lycanthropes. You either run away or you run away. Okay, episode 33, start of day 22 of round 33, uh, including protection. It's the midpoint of the round. So, Murph, what's the latest? Well, I would say we went from three to one in a very unorthodox fashion. Like, I don't think we've ever seen what's kind of unfolded here, right? Like, uh, you know, Avetsa, who's obviously in four, gets himself hit a couple times, unfortunately. And then you think maybe, okay, the other lycanthrope, he might have a chance, right? But, you know, it's kind of like a, a bad boxing movie where you throw in the towel super early. Yeah, that was it. And I, I was looking at it today as well, just trying to see the timing of it because it's it's twenty four hours for abandon, I think. So the button must have been pressed in between the two hits. So after the first one, and then uh, but before the second, so I must have just kind of seen um, the future and just didn't want to be kind of like playing from whatever it was seven hundred acres behind or something. And what's what's your like take on that? Do you like that approach? Or are you kind of like, well, you know, you wish you, he hangs in there, right? I, you know, I'm kind of on the fence because if he hangs in there, he can't really do much or he'll end up feeding, right? So, you know, I don't know. Yeah, so I think I kind of like how, how Ivets has played it in that um, presumably he was going to get hit um, either way. So he took a swing at, you know, the, um, the number one support. Um, which is fine if he's going to get hit anyway. He may as well can like take down, take down, you know, um, the other person in the realm. Um, and then he's kind of hanging in there. And I guess you've always still got um, the opportunity to kind of like release your offense at some point, um, just as long as you're not completely like behind on defense. So, um, so there's always potential that you can do it. I, I don't like the abandon unless you know, unless you kind of like you know that you're not going to be able to commit to like the remainder of the round. Um, you're going to get hit repeatedly afterwards. Um, and, you know, if, if you can, like, your pack and your realm would kind of know what you're doing, it's okay. But typically I would just kind of deconvert and, uh, and explore and just try to help out whoever I can the rest of the realm for the rest of the round. Yeah. So do you think it's basically, you know, GG end of the round here with this like in the pole position, or do you think you get run down? I think like is the, probably the easiest race to run down out of any. Um it's dominant position, um, but I think there's so many kind of converters and efficient people kind of like around. Um, there's still kind of like you see pairs and then kind of like trios of, of people kind of not too far out of range. Um, so it's just a case of what can people do, you know, like can they can they utilize their kind of their realm composition, um, you know, against him. So I don't think it's completely over, but it's looking pretty strong right now. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a tough road ahead for a bunch of folks, but, you know, he doesn't have Turtle, right? I mean, that's the one thing you can kind of, like, look for and be hopeful of is that, you know, the Gurus have zero Turtle. Yeah, exactly, and that's why it's kind of, that's why um, like a Tripa, the, the easiest race of any to kind of to run down, just because you, they can get themselves kind of caught out in that spot, um, unless they're very heavy on werewolves and, you know, from seeing all of the, the lycanthropes throughout, you know, whenever you had ops on them, um, that wasn't the case. So um, so there's always that potential opportunity. Um, and that's probably why I wouldn't like 
um, you know, the abandoned, because I think if you can stay exploring, then that's uh, a lot of information that you can kind of get from that position. So could have been quite useful um, if that person didn't um, didn't abandon. And here's the segue. We're bringing in uh, Freeze. Freeze, you want to say hi? Yep. Hello. And then we also have Grapes of Math. You know, Grapes of Wrath just kind of sounds a little bit better, but Math, you know, I think we get it here. You want to say hi? Hey, everyone. I mean, if you know me, you know why it's math, but yeah. Yeah, you're just too clever for us, right? Yep, that's it. So, you know, we have, uh, you know, we did promise a live ice bucket challenge would take place. Um, you know. Now you saw you saw the one I posted, so that I'm making you listen to my ideas instead of just doing a ice bucket and being sent away, right? But you know who didn't see it? Stevie Wonder. <laughs> I, I should not have laughed as hard as I did right there. That was good. <laughs> yeah, he, he relies on his other senses, like, you know, hearing. I mean, his sense of humor is good. I have him down for the joke of the round so far in Dom chat with his uh, pyromancy as a bot joke. It was pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. So... Should we get into uh, some draft stuff here nice and early? Because I think that's what a lot of people are going to tune in for here. We're probably going to get 100-plus listeners on this one. We Our last couple have about been above 80 or so. So I think this one's going to get a lot more listens because I think we're going to have a huge draft round next round. I'm not going to lie. I don't remember who all was in there. It was – I'm pretty sure it was you – I'm trying to remember who drafted me in that in that draft. It would have been your favorite Pinoy fella. I'm trying to. I I cannot remember. Was that with J Boy? No, it wasn't J Boy. Yeah, J Boy was the captain. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I remember now. Old J Boy. So, I guess we'll just dive right into it on the plans for how we're gonna do this. Yeah, you know, and then if you have any like creative ideas and stuff, and Matt and Rio too. If you guys want to chime in and just kind of, you know, interject if you have any cool ideas that you think we should listen to. Too. But first off, we're going to hear from the point man himself, Freeze. All right. So it seemed last time we had the draft, it went really well. Everybody did enjoy switching up the, the teams and the packs. I think it made it a little more competitive, breaking up all the stronger packs itself. So this time around. Same as usual, we're going to have everybody sign up. However, we're going to do the captains a little differently this time. I am currently working with somebody else, and we're trying to find a good bot for this, or a good place to use. So after everybody has signed up, right, we'll probably have another couple weeks of sign up. So I'm going to generate a list, which hopefully I'll have a list put up today of the current people signed up. So the last week of the round... Everybody who has signed up for the draft will submit a list. Again, if we can find a bot that'll work out in Discord, where they themselves will put in six names off the draft list of people they want to become captains. So at the end of that week, we'll tally everything up. And then so it'll be a community voted captains for the next draft round. 
And how many participants would you say ballpark-wise we have right now? Honestly, I could not give you a number yet. I'm not going to lie. Like, my group did not know it was ready yet, so we haven't even tried. Yeah, um, I tested the at everyone. I guess some people got the ping, some people didn't. I didn't think I had permissions for it, but I was going to drop an at everyone and let them know, hey, you know, we're officially signing up for the draft. Because from what I, it seems from some of the bigger packs and more competitive packs, a lot of people are on board. And that's what FET and everybody was worried about before we committed to actually having a draft round. But now that it seems that all the, the bigger and competitive packs are going to break up. So it, it seems like it's pretty much more official now that we are going to be doing the draft round for the next one. Have you talked to Yammy's pack at all about joining or no? I've sent general messages to some of the people. Uh, Nate, uh, I want to say I did send Yammy a message as well. Uh, J-Boy and them. Uh, just general, hey, you know, if we have a draft round, are your guys going to be interested? Some people have written back. Some people haven't. Um, but now, like, I, I've officially gotten, like, the go-ahead today that we are going to be doing it. So I'm hoping that when I shoot this message out and everyone gets it on the server, that's when we'll have a, the bulk of the people will commit to actually joining the draft round. Yeah, because I think there's really just two major holdouts for the last one, right? Like, Yami's back and Mariz's back. But I think... Riz has come out and said that he will be joining the draft round. So sounds like his pack's kind of broken up at least. Yeah, so I think we're going to have a really good turnout. So until we get final numbers, like I said, which will be closer to the end of the round before we know exactly how many captains we'll be picking. We did, what, six captains last time, was it? Ooh, I want to say five. Was it five? I thought it was six. Even though... um. Yeah, once we get them final numbers and see how many people and how it distributes out, then we can uh, figure out exactly how many captains we'll run. I think it'll be something different. Uh, everybody voting, you know, for the captains and pretty much the most votes, obviously, out of how many ever we need, we'll get it. I think it'll change it up a little bit. That just means that Rush is going to be a captain, even though he doesn't want to be, right? Waltz vote him in. If he signs up for the draft and he's voted a captain, that's on him. He's going to have to pick his guys out. It's the only way to pay back his fireballs, is it? You know, him being a captain might be really bad for some teams. He's, he's going to have that war declaration on at all times. So that was actually going to be one of the questions, is uh, if there's somebody who's really kind of like, who wants to be part of the draft, like wants to take part, but doesn't want to be a captain just because... They, they don't know everyone or they're just whatever he's just really apprehensive is would there be an opt-out of that once so obviously we'll have the results you know at the end of voting and if somebody is just 100 percent against it totally uh after i talk to them then i'll probably talk to a couple other people um and see how they feel about it may just you know obviously take their name off that list and we would pick the next person down on the vote tally I'm hoping that once the results are put out, everybody who is picked will go along with it. Because the general argument I will make is, obviously, your first pick can also help you make other picks from that point on. 
the the previous draft, we kind of did the first round pick, I think a day before, to kind of right. get a little bit of a collaboration um, in case somebody didn't know um, enough of the other players. Right, yeah, kind of like a co-captain scenario like before. Exactly, yeah. But that's the general plan right now. Um, I don't know if any big changes are going to be happening between rounds, so I don't know how quick the draft will be taking place once the round ends. I guess that'll be up to higher powers than me to decide. Well, as a member of the GPC, I'm going to rally against any kind of major changes. The only one I would actually like to see is us revert back all the Black Ops stuff we've done, because I kind of think we've taken a step in the wrong direction with that, right? Because the wars just, it just, it doesn't have the same feeling, right? Like something's off. I can't speak personally. I haven't had anything crazy happen to me yet to warrant me to know whether it's going one way or the other. Which realm are you in? I guess we'll see. Oh, yeah, I, I see, I see. But speaking of great realms so far, we've got a member of Realm 11 with us here, right? Yeah, I'm Realm 11. I don't feel bad saying that because P-Brain basically outed us saying, you know, my my pack is going to do this, and then it happened like three hours after the pod posted. So anyway, yeah. Yeah, so how, how would you uh, say your part of the round has gone for you guys so far? I think, um, you know, the general feeling in our realm is really positive. Um, there's been a huge debate about, like, the runaway meta that's going on right now. And <clears throat> we kind of had a really good discussion about what we've done. But um, it really hasn't been as visible to others as it has been in previous rounds, like war declarations and stuff like that. I mean... We've been chanting war for since I don't know day seven, maybe day ten, and we've had a couple people that are like, "No, I'll get wrecked," and then we're hosed. And so, I mean, P Brain basically said last time that he has shut down a couple of wars that we were we were ready to click fire, but he shut us down for his sake because he's doing something stupid this round. Oh yeah, what what kind of <laughs> What's he doing there? I don't know. I don't know. He's he's doing something with dumb races that shouldn't be involved, like the Qualds and the you know undead races. He's one of those two. So, how do you feel about your wonder? I love it, but you said like, hey, people are gonna come in at you for it. And so we're like, all right, people will come at us. And so far, so good. We're just chilling. <laughs> yeah, because that's you know that's a pretty good wonder to have, especially uh, like if you're a nomad, right? And you want to do some crazy things because you're always carrying crazy amounts of barren land. Right. <clears throat> we have a couple of people that are like really happy with. Um, the wonder we have some good explorers that are like this is the best thing that's ever happened to me and so it's it's doing really well and it looks like you've got at least one guy right that's in for top contention right you got duck pond simulator there yeah right now we have three above 3k so it's not like the worst um situation 
that we've been in before, but we're not doing too bad. So I kind of wanted to uh, to ask you about what, what happened with the early round because you had two really strong fast attackers early in the in the lizard folk and the firewalker, and I think they were like the the top pairing um, before black ops were about to be opened up. And then it seemed as though they did a lot of preparation for war. And I saw a few of the, like the explorers, like I guess some of you guys were doing preparation for war. Um, and nothing happened. No wars were declared. And they just kind of like fell off the map a little bit. So were you guys, is that really just the, the case of people reluctant to, to go to war and, and they ended up just slowing themselves down too much? I think um, <laughs> last round really has affected how this round is playing out with the lack of wars, but yet we didn't know what was going to happen again because, you know, it's all crazy anyway. Like, no one expected last round. But this round, we're sitting here thinking, like, okay, well, if war comes and we have the top two guys, just like last round, like, they're going to come at us hard, so we need to be prepared for it. And so they went a little less efficient, prepped for Black Ops. Nothing came. More efficient people rolled through us. And so they just couldn't keep up with that. And they said it's either hit now and pray for the best or we're hosed. And they both got nailed pretty hard. And we're talking about uh, Strong Mad and the Cheat, right? Yeah, they were up there with Top OP, both of them together for a while there. And it looks like uh, one of those guys was just hit a couple times today. Is that fair to say? It's not Friday, but it's Aries Drop Friday. <laughs> well, and how's uh? So you're in there with Sharky's pack. So how's the chemistry with with that pack? Have you played with them before? Um, no, we haven't played with them before, but it's been fantastic. Um, I think we get along really well. I mean, I don't necessarily have had around it like we don't get along with people i think that's one of the beauties of this game is like you get to meet new people talk about it and so far it's been just you know fantastic kind of talking about like getting their perspective from last round from like our round and like how to like build that together because i mean you look at both of us and we're kind of both kind of mid-tier packs not neither one of us are like yeah we're the top tier pack so but like putting our ideas together and what we've learned so far, I think it's both a growing, you know, round for both of us. So it's been a lot of fun. And is their pack uh, also itching for some some Black Ops and some Wars too? Or is it just a Hydra? Oh, so we might have converted a couple of them to join us. Uh, and so I, we are all kind of itching to just, you know... But the problem is, is that even though we want to go to war and nuke somebody, it's like, well, is it really going to be effective? So, <laughs> and we just don't feel like that pressure or need as much as like we once did, because it feels like we, you know, five people go and nuke somebody and they bounce back in a couple of hours. It almost feels like, whereas let's say one of the fast attackers gets hit and they can't bounce back ever. And so it's like, you know, I mean, and that's, a point of the game, but it just feels like, oh, well, even if we, we do this, it's not going to matter. So why are we doing this? Right. And also, I would say you'd be putting your wonder in jeopardy if you were to war somebody too, right? So I don't know if that's something you guys really want to do at this point. 
And that's why P-Brain has talked us out of going to war several times, is because our wonder is going to be gone if we do. Do we have any hard data that flops are excessively less efficient than they used to be? Do you want quantitative or qualitative? Because I can give you a, a bunch of qualitative crap we've seen. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, just look at the lack of wars for one. I don't think that the idea of going to war is not worth it anymore because of the OP bonuses that's going to be to the top OP people. And so like it's you're going to get hit. And giving up those war hits last round especially enabled the runaway for us because we were in Realm 2 last round. And so that we were able to do like a defensive blopping strategy and, you know, get some more hits off of that. And no one wanted that this round. So it didn't feel like it was enough to overcome those top guys. And secondly, like you look at how many people are, look at, look at the peasant count for fireballs. And it's just significantly lower than it ever has been before. One, there's less wars. And two, you're getting way less peasants, I feel like, than you ever did. So are you saying that's led to the deterring of anybody else declaring wars? Because last round we had, I don't know the exact number of the most ever in a round. That was a lot going on last round. And here it seems like everybody's afraid to even declare at this point. I think um, for like the realm that we're in, they declared war on realm two last round and we got a couple good war hits off of them. So it's that conversation of is war really worth it has been at the forefront of their minds. Um, and so I think it's it, like, I don't know if it's this round as much as last round is affecting this round, but I think we'll see. What do you, what do you think, Rio, about the wars and the Black Ops changes? Yeah, I've been talking about it in the Discord quite a lot. I, I think um, Grapes pretty much um, kind of covered a, a lot of it in that it just doesn't seem worth it i think i think one the the number of like good targets for war um is way down um there's just not the availability um for targeting them especially now that kind of like that that boat sailed um and, and then i think just the actual the damage that you're doing probably just isn't significant enough i don't know whether it's because people put enough protection or whether just the changes have made it too insignificant to, to really be worth kind of targeting specific people um i'm not sure if the the op bonus that war gives is that much of a deterrent at the moment um especially if it's only you know a 48 hour war so um despite we've seen it a lot last round it, it just seems to be it's just it's not really been worth it this time i think they've just been weakened to a point of um why would you really bother um, the, the, just the benefits just aren't there, and you're not really going to be taking out a top threat. So, so unless you're just doing it purely for the fun, um, there's no real kind of like strategic benefit. That's kind of like my my stance on it at the moment. I mean, one of my favorite things about Black Ops has always been, you know, you get <clears throat> eight people, you know, in the voice chat at the same time to do a snare hit or to do a fireball volley or to do these things together. Like that feeling of doing it together as a team has not existed at this one nearly as much. I mean, I feel like assassinating drafty has been an option for a few people. Um, and so that's something that we've been able to do this round, but like, that's the extent of the black ops togetherness that we've had, because if all of us go at the same person, then it's not going to do as much as maybe sending one or two people at them. Yeah, I'd agree on that. And and I'm definitely being far less effective with black ops in the past. It's usually been kind of like a 
one or two or three of us kind of going after someone um, just to limit people. But you're right on those kind of like those snare ones, those snare campaigns, or uh, going after somebody's draftees when everyone kind of hits at the same time within seconds. Those are the uh, the really kind of like the fun um, team play um, moves that, that really kind of like just really feel like you've had a, a big contribution to um, to something. It can be like round defining as well. So I completely agree that those are the kind of like the, the fun points that we've really lacked. I think this round compared to last. I mean, I got hit once, and there was about five different people that assassinated on my draftees at the same time. And I was impressed. I was actually like, hey, look, that realm is doing something really good together. And I know, so like being on the receiving end of it, um, I, I, I know it sucks. Like I know it's like, oh, I'm being targeted again. Like poor Dan, right? He gets fireballed out of the game twice, you know, three times in a row. But at the same time, like think of all the people that had to put all like that effort into getting those ratios to do all that, the man of the ratios and everything early on to do that. So they're, they're, all of a sudden, all of them are not going to win either. So it's much more of a team like feeling than a, oh, this one person is going to get it. Yeah, that's right. The, the successful kind of pieces. And you know, I, I got targeted with drafty assassinations to prevent suicide a, a couple of rounds ago. And, um, it's the amount of teamwork that, that's kind of gone into it. It's, it's huge. You kind of almost just like have to stand up and just like applaud it um, when, when it happens because you know... You need to get enough people in range with the ratios required, and like you know the spy strength or you know the the manner or whatever. Which it takes some doing, you know. It's, it's a lot of preparation, and then it's the opportunity. So it's that combination to actually be successful with the black ops. Um, so it's not it's not just easy, you know. Unless it's in the first kind of like day or two of black ops, then it's pretty difficult to kind of get that that realm commitment to um to pay off. I mean, that's something that I always feel like, like in the in the Dom chat, when you feel like you have a runaway, there's a lot of people like, oh, but that's it. Like, it's done. I'm going to be bored for the next three weeks. But in, for my case, I'm like, well, we can jockey for position underneath them or try to get multiple people in there or like to get to, to affect them. Like, there's still things to do as a team and like to make our realm the biggest realm or something like that, that you can still feel good about like i don't know that's just maybe my perspective about the game because i never will probably be the biggest land person ever i uh i do have two things i'd like to bring up while on here one how important do y'all feel that having a diversified realm matters to pushing for a win like different types of people, like black operas, fast attackers, slow attackers, converters, like that diversified, or like people that you don't know. No, like you were talking about having dedicated ops, uh, a fast attackers, slow attackers, somebody who's going to convert late game, things like that. Yeah, I think it's important to definitely have at least the op support, right? Because a lot of your guys who are going to be running fast aren't going to really run run any ratios, right? So you need at least two solid ops guys or else you're really in the shitter. And that's only for getting ops on everybody and targets like that as well. Like if you, like what we did last round with the black oppers, like we did defensive black ops more than offensive black ops, just to make sure that our runaways wouldn't get tagged as bad as they could have by, you know, stealing mana, snaring out these bloppers where you're like what as a blopper you're like i don't ever feel like i'd be the snare target here and it was just kind of fun to do but i think like 
it also positions you to catch people or slow other people down to have that. And so if you don't have your, if you're all fast attackers, I don't think you're going to be able to run. So I think a diversified realm, in my opinion, is, is crucial. All right. On the back end of that, something else was also brought up in Dom chat about maybe a possible change to how the rankings or point system is done for a realm win instead of an individual win. How do y'all feel about maybe finding some way that the winning realm, since it is a team game, I mean, yeah, one individual person wins, but he does have help from his realm. How do y'all feel about possibly acknowledging that for a realm win? See, from my perspective, it's always um, the the individual win is the realm win. Um, I think it nobody's really ever done it kind of completely solo. There's always been a lot of like realm backup and support and, and that's kind of how my stance will always be i think any kind of like overall rant um like realm rankings and stuff they're just like kind of like nice to have but they're, they're secondary prizes um because i always see it um and i think i've mentioned this before that i always see the closest kind of sport that this relates to is, is like team cycling like the tour de france where everyone kind of puts in all their efforts to get the yellow jersey the overall lead position and there's just no way that somebody can do it on their own. It's their team has to completely use up all their energy to get their guy number one. Um, and I think that's pretty much the case in most rounds um, that we see. You know, sometimes you do get like a, a one-two or a one-two-three, but um, everything's been put into just getting one person on top. Um, and you almost don't care who it is in your realm um, as long as you get someone from your realm on top. I mean, anything to get more real points, I'm I'm all for. Because, but I will say this, uh, my very first round back when I came back and found this game is still going on, I actually joined late in the round and got put into Rio's realm where he won that round. And I was only active for about a week. And um, just because I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. I'm new to this. I'm going to go get my buddies and come back. And so technically I'd have a realm win under Rio, but I did nothing. So I don't know if it's like very, you know, telling or anything like that i'm glad you brought it up because you, you've, you've not mentioned it before and I, I like to think that uh that round was what inspired you to bring all the guys in and, and increase you know the player base so i'm, I'm glad that you at least yeah, remember, remember that. that i i actually didn't know you won that round until i went back and looked last round and i was like oh look at that rio won that round and i was in his realm because i was wondering who was in there because i went to discord late and everyone was like let us know if you have any questions. We're going to help you out. It's going to be super fun. And I was like, this is so different than what I've experienced before in like online games. And so I didn't end up staying because of, you know, I just was joining late, but it got us all back and it was a lot of fun. And I will just say from uh, from the my rankings perspective, how I do it is if you're in the round winner's realm and you make the top 100, then you do get, um, you do get 10 points each. Um. I do want to say something about the draft if we're done with that line of thinking, Freeze, unless you have something more to say. No, that's fine. I just was going to touch on it because I know that was a, a big discussion here recently. But yeah, we can touch on the draft again. Because of like the need for a diversified realm, like we're talking about, I think like if you put have like you could even do a Google survey and it will just you know, vomit it all into a spreadsheet, but like you can put like, what is your average land or what is your uh, top fireball ranking? You know, how like per round, like what is your average this? So that way people can see like, oh, 
if I get this person, the land is a little lower, but the ops are there or something like that. Because I don't know if people are aware of who gets ops in everyone's pack, even though like you have set packs, but who's the op guy in that pack? And so on and so forth. Right. The the plan, like I said, uh, I just recently got the official go-ahead. We were going to do it because I had been talking to Fed a few times. Like, is it official yet? Can, you know, can I make an announcement? Can we, you know, until we really got confirmation that that we were going to have the competitive pack split up. Because he was real adamant about that. Like, we need to make sure that we have a good turnout first before we really fully commit. Um, I'm going to have, I, I'd like to do it like last time. Uh, that was a really good format that we had where people would post, you know, their activity level. You know, they're going to be super active, available for pings, stuff like that, and uh, what they'd like to try. So some people would put in, you know, I'm open to attacking, fast attacking. I can be ops, you know, whatever it may may need be. So once I get that message out, um, I'm hoping everybody will just post that uh, all together. So anybody that's also drafting can just go and look in through all of that, because I'm also going to post that with the list at, at the final list when we do uh, captains and drafting as well. Perfect. I think that's because I think like a draft round would be a perfect time to, you know, try to do a Murph strategy and attack just once. And it doesn't matter if you get hit, but the biggest attack of the round is what I want. Yeah, was that was that last round that I got? Yes, yeah, that was last round. You got the biggest hit. I mean, you got dink for it, but you got a huge hit. Yeah, when a slugger comes to play, he goes for home runs. But it would be nice to have Rio as a captain, as well as myself, because there's always that, uh, you know, friendly divide between me and him you know friendly competition sounds like you're trying to pad yeah, the stat to make sure you're a captain <laughs> oh i mean obviously we'll get some votes and we'll see how it goes like i'm i'm comfortable being whatever right like if i end up being a co-captain again then yeah whatever whatever happens happens right Everyone who votes for Rio gets a half a Rio point, and everyone who votes for Murph gets another half Rio point. So we get one total. Uh, yeah, that's your frequent Rio points right there at use. We'll have to call ourselves the Rio Hunters then. So we didn't know. Go ahead, Rio. Sorry. Oh, uh, so I, I was going to make a lame joke. You carry on. <laughs> I, same as here. I was gonna say we didn't know that your pack names became visible like when you were signing up. So if you, <laughs> if you go look at ours, it's like Jake is poo poo or something stupid like that. Like like it's just really childish, stupid humor. And I'm like, oh, everyone gets to see that now. That's fantastic. And Matt, your guys' squad is joining the draft, right? Everybody in your pack. Um, so Larso is in our pack as well, and he might take a break. He said he's played 21 rounds straight, though, but he might want to take a break this round. Um, if we all do the, the draft pack, he's like, you go for it. It'd be a good time to take a break. So he might not join at all. Um, but the four of us are wanting to. Last time we came around, it was only our second round in. And so we weren't 
like the whole reason we did this is to get back together and talk. So like, we're not do it. And so, but this time, you know, we felt like we've established good habits of talking to each other again. So we could, we felt like it'll be fun to, you know, talk smack and try to hit each other and stuff like that. Yeah. That'd be kind of interesting with, if you guys are all broken up into different realms. Yeah. We're going to try to find each other's, you know, we'll just nuke each other instead of everyone else. So it'd be kind of fun. And freeze. Who's, uh, who's in your usual pack or do you usually like to random? Uh, so our pack, uh, the dynasty, you know, dynasty, it's me, unfather, Davino and Margus. It was, we had a five pack with King Joda, but you know, he was pilfered from us by Nate and company. So, he, oh, so he hasn't been there for a while. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So two rounds now, cause one round. What happened was we had got placed in Nate's round during his uh, big Liz win, which sparked the changes on the racks. Um, it was the next round that he went and played with Nate and them. So it's just us four now. So he's, he hasn't come back yet? Nope. I think he's happy where he's at. Oh, okay. The traitor, as I call him. Yeah, I know our pack um, should be joining the draft. I don't know. The only one I don't know about now is Bob. So, so my pack is uh, myself, Shadar, Cody, uh, Toothy, and Bob's. The only one out of the five I don't know about is Bob's. So you'll have at least four of us. And I, I still think we're going to have a really good turnout. Um, it seems, you know, it went over so well the first time, and everybody, I haven't really talked to anybody that just had a bad time during the first draft. Yeah, I think it was. it's just hard to have a bad time because everybody in this community is just, you know, they're just pretty good to deal with, you know? It also gives people a chance to go outside their comfort zone because they're not with a regular pack and, there's not as much pressure like I have to win or we have to do this or we have to follow our strat. So I think people enjoy it also for that aspect. You learn from people you haven't played with yet that may or may not know more than you. And like I said, you get to go out of your comfort zone and people who don't attack will or people who don't do blops or whatever, they finally get to channel their, their inner fireball and just nuke somebody. So I think everybody enjoys it for that aspect as well. There was also somebody brought up like a possible a block pick or something? Is that something you're entertaining there? So I did see that and read about it. So effectively, every captain would have one block. So say all five of us were captains and yourself was to pick, uh, let's just throw it out there, unfather. I could just hop on and say, well, I'm going to block that pick right there. And so you could no longer pick him. I don't know if it's just going to be for a round or you're just blocked entirely from picking them. Uh, I'd have to figure that out. That's a good, that's a good next level thing there too, right? Yeah. Especially if they're going for one of the coveted people they want. So let's say if rush or some of the Hydra, you know, weren't captains, obviously if you're going for an ops guy on your team, you're going to want to pick one of them. Uh, you know, so 
if you're an opposing captain and you're like, well, I don't want he's already got a strong team or I don't want him to have him, you just block it out and hopefully get him yourself. You might have to say, like, you can't all the other five captains can't block just the same single guy, right? That poor guy would <laughs> already quit right there, right? Oh, man, I didn't think about that happening. <laughs> that would be pretty rough. Everybody blocks the same person. He's just picked last. Yeah, so that should be part of it, right, is your your veto of the pick can only be used on one unique person. And that one unique person cannot be drafted by that captain that was vetoed from picking him, I think would be the best play. Yeah. I also think it you should be able to use it on more than one person. Meaning, I'm sorry, meaning uh, multiple people can veto the same individual. I just think... It, it, I don't think anybody, that everybody's going to try to veto the same person to block them around and around. I just don't see that happening. But if you want to waste your veto on somebody who's already been vetoed from someone else so you can give yourself a better chance to get them. That, that might be the play. Wow. Okay. So there's some superstar that we're not sure of yet. That's going to have a bunch of vetoes on his ass or, or vice versa. It's like everyone uses their veto on you Murph. And then basically there goes your whole first round of picks. And so you're picking your seventh pick rather than your top six picks. Cause everyone else has just vetoed you once. Right. So you can't pick them anymore. Oh, that'd be rough. Yeah, that'd be very uh, anti-Murph right there. Because, you know, the first pick is going to be Joe, right? That's my top. That's top of my list right now. Joe, he's first pick. I think his dream is to be, you know, taken away from our pack, just like King Jota was from yours, Freeze. I think that's P-Brain's dream is to get into an elite pack because we'll never be elite with the way that we play. It's funny that you say that because I I sometimes think that – I like playing with the pack that I have. We've played together for, for years and years, but sometimes I think I'd, I'd love a round surrounded by uh, like that, that black op protection, that group that are just happy to go like hard on everyone. And uh, I, I feel like it would be a lot of fun to try. But then that puts a lot of pressure on you to perform. <laughs> performance issues. Yeah, ruin his performance issues. Yeah, if, if things don't work out, then you're just gonna like revert to black ops as well, and then you got you know that Hydra's got an extra head. You cut one off, two more grow. I mean, that's what has happened. We've talked people out of abandoning several times just to join us and nuke people. And they're like, that was actually fun. So it was, it was, it's you know, you talk them off the edge and say you know release your rage onto somebody else. It's great. Unless that rage is on somebody who attacked you second. Then I do not approve of such rage. Are you uh, trying to tell us something, then, Murph? It sounds as though you got some uh, unresolved uh, issue you'd like to bring up. All I can say is, may the Schwartz be with all of you. <laughs> uh, my favorite Dom name does come from yours. Is uh, you know when they're combing the desert, the quote there. My children are in the room outside. You know, say it out loud. But I laughed out loud when I see that one. Are you talking about uh, our Sylvan? Let's be honest here. I don't really mind where I go as long as I'm not stuck with Eric in a realm. Is that Eric's with an X? Yes, Eric's. 
I didn't know there was beef. Looks like we got beef over here. Listen, that we're rivals. Oh, what what brought on the whole rivalry? I guess back in classic, which he tends to remind me of all the time. I used his name and one of my dom names and said Eric's is of the gay. And I have never heard the end of it since classic. So if you're a team captain, would you uh, draft him or veto him? What would you do? I'm going to do whatever it takes not to get him. (laughs) (laughs) And we know what your pack name would be then. It's Eric of the gay, right? No, I'm probably going to join team Murph Hunter. Uh, that, That sounds like a, a great name. Well, then it sounds like you're in for a pickle. <laughs> it would be Eric's Hunter, of course. I'm just going off the the template there. Now, you know, if you really wanted to make a point, what you could do if you were a captain is you could pick him and then veto your own pick. Oh, my God. <laughs> that would idea. be hilarious. That's a great idea. I pick oh. Eric. First pick, I'm going to use my veto on Eric's and pick somebody else. <laughs> All I'm hearing is you have Freeze, Eric's, Murph, Rio. We have four of the captains right there, and they're all going to hunt each other. This sounds great. However, I'm praying that I am not a captain. I don't want that responsibility. You hear that, everybody? We want uh, Freeze as the number one captain choice. We definitely do not. Does the captain have to take on monarch responsibilities, or is that just, you know, generalized? Last draft round, all of them were monarchs as well. I think that's the way to do it, too, is if you're the team captain, you have to be the monarch, too, right? Just That just makes the most sense. Yeah, that way you can just, you know, if you have an idea where they're at, you can just target them. There they are. Go after them. Exactly. So I'll know where Rio is. There's like a 1 in 10 chance. 10% of the time, I'll know where he is. I'm a little surprised there's not any buffs that come along with being the Monarch. Well, there used to be. I can't remember if it was like um, increased plat production or something, or increased food yeah. production or something. It was a plat bonus is what it was. Yeah, we used to steal it from each other every other day, and so we could all have some plat bonus every now and then. So it's just one of those things that I feel like can be abused is all. Yeah, but you could put a limit on it on how many times you could change Monarch. Um, Yeah, Monarchs get some kind of buff. However, if they get hit, it's increased prestige for whoever hits them. So it's all actually a, you know, double-edged sword. Yeah, you have a little bit of a bonus. You're also going to be targeted more. That was the other thing. There used to be a wonder called the Realm of Kings where you'd get increased offense against monarchs. So you'd get some realms who would uh, basically go like without a monarch. they just manipulate all their votes so that it was like a 6-6 tie until they uh, they needed something just to hide from uh, the people with that wonder. They should just have a randomly selected monarch per day if that happens. Or whatever monarch was in charge by the time that wonder fell... It's locked in on that monarch. You know what I mean? Yeah, once that once that wonder gets taken, it locks all monarchs. Oh man. That'd be cool. But I don't even I guess we don't really have that wonder anymore, do we? I'd like to see some revamping of some of the wonders. 
to make them more, you know, sexy to go after, for lack of better words. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't mind having a couple wonders added just for some spice or some fun, you know? Because every, every round, you know, you sit there and you're in your your realm chatting, you know, oh, this wonder's no good, this one's no good, this is no good, we'll just wait and see if something pops up, this one's no good. It'd be uh, nice to see, you know, a broad spectrum of decent wonders where there's actual wars going for them, people want them, there's actual payoffs to go on for them constantly. Yeah, I almost think for the draft round, we should actually have um, a sheet where we can vote in which wonders we can have for that round too, right? Just to add a little bit more fun to it. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, that would be outside of my area that I could make a decision on, but that would be pretty interesting. Well, luckily I know a guy who knows a guy. I think we can finagle something. Insider trading at its finest. Insider recommendations, I'd say. I did get a lot of free things when I was in that realm with them. They just kept giving me free stuff, you know, all over and over again. It was nice. Like a mug? My keep my mug on my shelf. <laughs> free merch, buddy. I didn't get a mug. What's going on here? I don't think you've ever played with uh, my pack, though, right? No, I guess not. I was with Rio last round, was it? Yeah, we did the last round. Was, I think it was the first time I remember us playing, but I played with Unfather and Margus at least twice before that, so it's kind of nice to uh, see those guys again. Yeah. What's up, Rio? How come we didn't get no merch sent to us? What's going on here? I'm still waiting for uh, for uh, our outsourcer to, um, to send it in. Crazy. So, Freeze, how is your round going so far? Is there any kind of tidbits you'd like to share or any kind of fun events going on in your realm? Going average. Nothing exciting, nothing unexciting to talk about, really. I'm not doing near as good as I'd like to do. And we all know Rio is in Realm 1. So, you know, there's that. You keep on saying that, and uh, I, I take it as a compliment, but... As with every round, I'm not going to tell you where I am until the end, or until uh, you might see me in your uh, news when I come to evade you again. Uh, good luck this th this round, pal. I was about to say, did I miss an announcement? I, I didn't know he was in round one. I thought he was unknown, and just, you know, he abandoned earlier today. Oh, was that you, Rio? Wanted to focus on his geography podcast. <laughs> I'm branching out. I did say to Murph before we came on, I we were trying to figure out who was in Realm Six, and uh, we both came to the conclusion that neither of us are in Realm Six. That I can confirm, because I'm I'm proud to say that I'm in Realm Nine, and I love my realm, and it's just full of great people. So I look forward to us. Uh, Trying to run down the like, it's going to be a real goddamn Oregon Trail of, you know, catching whatever diseases there. You guys remember Oregon Trail? You, you know, your wagon wheel breaks down, or you know, your daughter dies of some stupid disease like cholera. It's called Oregon Trail, the Oregon Trail. 
unless you're gone. And it's Oregon, right? I don't even know anymore. I've lived too many places and listened to too many different people say it different ways. That in Colorado. Yeah, I say Colorado. Colorado, not Colorado. Colorado. I say Colorado. You know, maybe it's just like a northern Canadian thing. I don't know. But we say up here, we say uh, Oregon and Colorado. How do you say applicable? Applicable. Because other East Coasters are applicable, and it just drives me insane. Anyway, you have to put this in. <laughs> it's yeah, we're, not, we're not East Coasters. We're West. East Coast, baby. Well, Freeze, you're based out of Oregon, aren't you? Georgia. Oh, shit. I thought you were, for some reason, I thought you were in Oregon. I, I was like, just listen to him talk. He is definitely Georgia. <laughs> From the South. So do we have any... Uh, geological or geographical updates from utah i mean i don't know what dave was talking about last time too much but at this time of year is the perfect time to go to zion national park which it's zion not zion i maybe that's just because that's where i grew up but it's gorgeous right now if you'd like to go visit thor lives at the mouth of zion national park you can go stay at one of his airbnbs it'd be great and also learn how to do an exploring gobbo sim I mean, everyone tried this round. Does he leave, like, you know, like some hotels leave, like, a chocolate on your pillow? Does he leave, like, a little Excel file on your pillow? Only if you ask for it in the comment section. <laughs> so, Freeze, what do you think here? Do you think this lycanthrope can be taken down? Uh, I don't know. It seems like the general consensus is likes are very hard once they get in the front to stay running. It seems like that's what everybody's saying. Uh, Y'all even touched on it earlier. I guess it's all going to come into uh, who has the strongest converters or late gamers that can make a push. And Matt, what do you what do you think? What are your thoughts? Um, <clears throat> I think that if things just go the way they go and no one does anything, then depending on how the realm goes, I think you know no. But I think people are, you know, going to jockey for position, get in range, declare wars. All hell's going to break loose. I'm excited for it. I think, you know, you can catch him. I think it's possible. I think you can catch him, especially if he's Dan. Because somehow, like, fireballs just kind of make their way over to him, you know? Like a homing missile. Because the odd thing I, I, is, we haven't heard from Dan at all this round. Hey, have you noticed that? I haven't even heard a peep. Look at their realm name. Ah. Looks like we got a bingo. I only saw the mutual war declaration go on. That's why I thought I'd say that. And to be fair, it would be a, it would be a good play from him um, to do that. I know when, when I kind of first came back, if I was doing well, I would sometimes completely leave like the, the main Discord servers just to kind of not give myself away. So it would be interesting if uh, if Dan or uh, in that group, if it is them. Yeah, well, my personal opinion is I think it's going to be really hard to tackle this lycanthrope because he, he definitely uh, seems to know what he's doing, right? So, you know, when you get somebody capable in a runaway position, it's really hard to, to tackle them out of there. Yeah, I just compare it to when I was with Nate and them. Uh, 
with his Liz runaway, like there was a huge gap between him and I forgot who was second in the realm at the time, but I mean a huge gap. Like it wasn't even close. Whereas again, if you just go off net worth, which I know I'm not good enough at the game yet to figure out just by looking at net worth who's inflated, who's not. But if you go off net worth, they definitely seem a lot stronger than like I said, when I was with Nate and them and he had his runaway. All right, so uh, I think it's about time we kind of wrap things up here, get a nice little short podcast in. Uh, is there any last points, uh, Freeze, you'd like to make at all? I think uh, we've already touched on everything pretty good. So no last-second draft recommendations or ideas or anything you want to share? No, uh, hopefully, like I said, I'll get that list out tonight, and then I will, uh, if I have the permissions, I will send them massive message out ping everybody with the correct format of what they would like to do for the round their expectations activity level pretty much same thing we did last draft round uh again we would have done it earlier but wasn't really given the go-ahead that we was going to have a draft round until recently well i think uh i just want to go ahead and from the community's perspective right Thank you for taking on that responsibility, right? I know it's going to be a lot of work to get everything done, but, you know, I appreciate it, and I'm sure a lot of other people do, too. It's no problem. Uh, the secret to success is outsourcing, and I am abusing Unfather right now to the fullest extent in helping me. So he's your co-captain in this adventure, right? Eh? Unwillingly, yes, he is. <laughs> And uh, Matt, is there any uh, parting words of wisdom that the Hydra want to share with everybody? I just know we're catching a lot of shade and dumb chat, and that's fine. But now that we're out, I mean, join the Shadow League. Have some fun. Well, you can see that my realm does have a Shadow League member, right? Yep. Yeah. So we're proudly representing. And how many do we have in the Shadow League? I think his last update, there was like two of you guys that he said was in there. Yeah. One of our Hydra ran away from us, and he likes to go and explore his feelings and stuff like that. So we'll just stick it to two. <laughs> explore his feelings, eh? And Rio, uh, any parting words of wisdom from Realm 1 you'd want to share? Well, I'll either have to ask them or... Uh... Or ask within for uh, for that kind of a uh, message. Um, I am looking forward to the rest of the round, though. Um, like I said, like I, I don't think like runaways. I think they're the weakest runaways that there are. So um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But what we've seen in the past when people closing down runaways is it's often um, inexperienced or, or poorly played converters that you know inevitably feed them even more rather than stopping them. So. It'll be interesting to see uh, what the dynamic is and, and who's going to get the, uh, the the first kind of couple of shots because that could dictate what happens the rest of the round. All right, and with that, I'd like to thank our guests joining us is uh, Freeze and and uh, Matt, who's a member of the Hydra. And uh, you know, I don't know if we're going to be on next week. We might take a break because I don't know if there's going to be much action happening now that we have a firm runaway. But if we don't catch you next week, we'll be sure to catch you in the weeks ahead. All right, there. <laughs>